with a sure bound for this. We will bring the knowledge of the altar to you. The altar is one of the most used things in the space around the worker, but it is used improperly and made, even made, incorrectly. It is talked about, but is not used the right way. So here you will find out the right way to do and see them. This is Elder Yokanan, Episode 552, How to Make an Altar. Everybody, how are you? I hope you're okay, because this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Okay, how to make an altar? Well, the first thing about an altar is what is an altar? People have got a lot of commotion a lot of false feeling about what an altar is. But if you want to be specific, an altar is a place to bring about a sacrifice. An altar is for a sacrifice. Now, they can you can, you can, you can, you can put on, on it whatever you want, but an altar is for a sacrifice, either a living sacrifice, a sacrifice of smoke, a sacrifice of goods, but it is for a sacrifice. Now, knowing that, you should be able to figure out what you do with an altar. If you are going to sacrifice a living thing, you would kill it on the altar. If it is something that's already dead, such as incense or goods, raw goods, you would just offer it up on the altar. But all in all, the altar is for sacrifice, the death of something alive. Now, you remember that. Keep that in your mind. Because that is the groundwork of this discussion. If you are offering something, killing something on your altar, it becomes a place where something has died. And because something has died, it is now consecrated. It's now consecrated to him. But I'm not going to deal with that. I'm not going to deal with that. I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to deal with an offering straight from Torah. Straight from Torah. Which is our instruction. Now, in the Torah, the book of Exodus, the 20th chapter and the 20, well, let's go, mm, let's go with the 20th, 20th chapter and 20th verse, which says, Ye shall not make with me gods of silver or gods of gold. Ye shall not make unto me. Now ye shall not make with me gods of silver or gods of gold. Ye shall not make unto me. Now, first thing people think of is that, well, a silver god is a god made out of silver. And a gold god is one made out of gold. And you know what? They're right. But there's something else there. You shall not make with me gods of silver or gods of gold. 
This is saying that if you use silver or gold and you put it with God, then it ain't right. It ain't right. See, so God does God does take silver and gold. He does. But he is not a God of silver or gold. The gold is mine, saith the Lord. The gold is his. And you are not to make a God of gold or a God of silver. Because why? The gold and silver are his. Now that's strange. Now that's easy to think about or remember, ain't it? That is easy to remember. You are not supposed to make a God of silver or gold. Now that's the first rule. Okay, the second rule. In verse 21, I'm not reading this in Hebrew. I'm going to use the English to help you understand better. Okay? And offering a, a altar of earth shalt thou make unto me, and shall sacrifice thereupon thy burnt offerings and thy peace offerings, thy sheep and thy oxen. In every place where I cause my name to be mentioned, I will come unto thee and bless thee. Now, what do we get here? First of all, an altar is to be made of earth. Earth. And thou shalt sacrifice on burn offerings and peace offerings, thy sheep, thy lots in every place. Where I cause my name to be mentioned, I will come unto thee and bless thee. <clears throat> bless thee. Oh, boy. I got something to think about there. First of all, I shouldn't be smoking before I before I do a broadcast, should I? Well, so what? Them cigars are just good. That's all. They're just good. But the altar of earth thou shalt make unto me. An altar of earth. Now that's saying that this altar should be of dirt or stone. Stone. Now, the stone is dirt which has been hardened. Which has been hardened. It shows us that the God is one of earth instead of one of one which we make of stone. Now, how do I know that? Because it says in verse 22, if thou shalt make me an altar of stone, thou shalt not build it of hewn stone. For if thou lift up thy tool upon it, thou hast profaned it. Neither shall I go by steps unto mine altar, that thy nakedness be not uncovered thereon. Okay, you got that? If you make me, he says, if you make me an altar of stone, Thou shalt not build it of hewn stones. Now that means that means stones which are shaped. For thou, for if thou lift up thy tool upon it, thou hast profaned it. Why? 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 Because the tool is made by man. And this altar 
should be something totally made by God. I hope you get it. If this altar should be something made by God. Now, first of all, as it says, thou shalt, you know, an offering of earth shalt thou make unto me. Now, the offering of the altar of earth, the altar of earth is an altar made up of up of ground earth of the earth of you know of soil. Yeah, soil browned up together, raised up. And if it is of stone, you shall not build it. You shall not build it of hewn stone. Now that hewn means shape. Shaped stones. So what are we getting? What are we getting at? If you make an altar, it should be of earth. But if you're going to use a stone altar, it should be stones which are not shaped. You get it? It should not be shaped. Barukata. Now, if those stones are shaped, you have looked up your tool upon it, you profaned it. You cannot have a shaped stone altar. You can't. Now, one one that is of earth, you can it, it cannot be shaped either, but there you know there ain't nothing you gonna shape of it. There ain't nothing you gonna shape out of earth. Just gonna pile it up and pile it up until you get to certain type where you're looking at it now. Let's go look into it. Let's look into it. When this altar is made of earth, it is just earth piled up together. Piled up. In other words, it's a hill. It's a hill of earth. That's right. And with your hands, you can heal it up. You will not use a stone, a, a tool on it because it should be made by a human being. It should be shaped by a human being, by the hands of human beings. So therefore, this mound of earth shall have a top on it. Yes. It should be flattened on the top. And it can have, well, sort of edges or so, which individual makes with his hand. Now, what is he going to do with that? It should be made out of clay, which is something which human hands have not made. This is, this is from God. This is from God. Now, I have seen, I have seen these altars of earth. I've seen them. I've seen them. And where they use it, most people in Nigeria use them. An altar of earth. It is the earth piled up and mound it up and flatten at the top by hand. And, well, if it's left with water, it's left to dry. If there's water with it, it's left to dry. If it's clay, it's left to dry. Until it becomes consistently very, very hard. 
Then you got an altar of earth. You got an altar of earth. Now, people take anything and make an altar out of it. Anything. They take they take a dresser top, they take some wood, a wooden table, they take well mostly it's wood that they take. And wooden altars are not the scriptural altars. No, they're not. Then folks say, well, in the Bible, there is the altar made of acacia wood and whatnot. Now, it ain't. No, it's not. And it's not made of gold or silver. What actually touched the offering was, was, now you look, listen to this now. It wasn't gold. It wasn't silver. It was actually bronze. Actually bronze. Bronze, which is silver. Well, I'm sorry. Which is gold. Y'all watch me. Which is copper and tin mixed together. Well, why copper and tin? Because copper, the red metal copper, is the color of sacrifice. And tin is something which hardens it. So copper and tin would have been considered okay. But, but now, remember, the temple has a whole different thing. It's a whole different thing regarding the temple. But we're talking about, we're talking about altars here. The altar, an altar which you make unto God. Now, everybody ought to have an altar made to God. Surely, everybody should have one. And in traditional society, all you will find altars made to God. Especially in Nigeria, you know, where people live, they call it a compound. Among the compound, there will be an altar to God. Yeah. Which will be made out of earth, out of clay and dry. Now, the thing about it is that that altar becomes a place where God meets with the person. He meets with the man, that altar, which is why the altar should be of earth. God is meeting with the person, with him, on the earth. On a certain part of earth, a part made to receive what? His offering, his sacrifice. And if it is, if it is, if it's killed, which it is, the blood of it, the blood of the sheep, the blood of the oxen will in fact Drip will, in fact, go down into the earth. Now, that is very important. That's very important. Because later, when you find out how animals are killed, they are killed the same way. See, when you kill something, and you kill it in the name of God or for God, the blood will go to the earth. The blood is a, is part, well, it is the life of creatures, but it is part of the earth. So the earth, the earth goes back to the earth. So the blood of the creature goes to the earth. 
And now the curious thing is that he said, in every place I have called my name to be mentioned, I will come unto thee and bless thee. That he is saying that with the altar of the earth, he will come and bless you. He will come and bless you. What a beautiful what a beautiful verse. It is beautiful that he at the place of offering will bless us. So you gotta get this straight. You got to get it straight in order for for what to get the blessing, to get the blessing. Now that's what the altar is. Now what about the altar of stone? What about the altar of stone? Well, with it, with it, you will not build it. You will not build it of hewn stone. Of hewn stones, you will not build it. Well, what is that saying? It's saying that you got to build it because it's stone. Yeah, that's that's true. With with a stone altar, you got to build it. But you won't lift your tool upon it. But if you do, you profaned it. When you take a tool and beat the altar with it, you have made it, you have taken it out of the realm of a divine object and made it a human one. You cannot put your tool upon a soul. What's that mean? That means if you are going to make a stone altar, you cannot make it a stone which have been shaped. Why? Because shaping stones mean, well, let's see more than that. Shaping stones mean that the shape of it is not good enough. You've got to make it a certain way because you want it that way. It is not the shape which God gave it. Which God gave it. Now, have I seen it? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. I've seen stone altars. And stone altars are made with what? Well, three stones. Three stones. That's right. Three stones. Two on the side. And one flat, one across the top. Three stones. Now, surely anyone can see that. And with it being that side, that side, a person could come to it and what? Sacrifice that. Place his offering there. Kill his offering there. Destroy, destroy the life of his offering there. This is the meaning of a, of the stone altar. If you have stone, it is probably a way of making that rock, that rock, I'm talking about that rock, and the ground below it, something which now is construed as belonging to God. That is it. With the stone altar, the person can right now, can write with it, right in there, make it 
something, how can I put it? Make it something holy. Why is it holy? Because you have spilled blood on it. And God says, the blood is mine. The blood is mine. So all of the altars that are wooden and whatnot, they aren't anything. They do not make it holy. They are not the thing that people would would take and give to God. Why? Because it is on wood. It's on wood. Now, the wood can be offered to God, and the wood can be burned, but the wooden altar, well, you get my picture, don't you? The wooden altar is not of God. It is not of God. Now, I've seen wooden altars. you know, which men make. And with the wooden altar, there's always some kind of carving on it. Always some kind of figurine. Always something to show you that that's a wooden altar. Yeah, always, always. It's nothing of its own. Now remember, the wood of an altar the wood can be offered, but not the thing, not the thing that it's made for. In fact, as far as the Bible is concerned, wood is the thing that an offering is made on. It is the subject which is conducive to burning. The burning of an object is made on wood. So how can a wood be a wood altar be an altar, a real altar? How can wood be an altar? It can't because the purpose of the wood is to be consumed by fire. On what? The altar. Now, that is something, here's something which is very instrumental for you. When you take an altar, everything you give that altar belongs to God. Everything. Be it an animal, yes, it belongs to God. You know, wine, does it belong? Yes, it belongs to God. Oil, yes, it belongs to God. Everything you put on that altar becomes God. No longer man's, it's it belongs to God. So you ask, well, can I have an altar in my house? Yes, you can. Yes, you can. You can have it as great as, how can I put it, a, a one made out of earth. One made out of earth, a big one. Two, one that is small. So with the earth, with the earth, the large one, of course, you know about. You know about. You can make it as big as you want, and you just flatten out the top and, you know, cause it to dry out with water. Then, or, or one of clay. 
then you have an altar verse. That is the large one. But the small one, how do you make a small one? You can make a small one out of clay or out of earth. Yeah, a small one. It ain't that much you're going to put on it, but you can put, you can use it. You can use it. But that you put on, you put it on a table. Now, what about the stone altar? Well, with the stone altar, you got a problem. See, because the stone altar, you'd have to get stones or rocks, great big rocks, which are naturally made. Okay, stones which are naturally made. And you pile them up. Power up as high as you can. And then on the top, you place a flat one, a flat, broad one. Now you have a, uh, a stone altar. But what about the little one? Well, for the little one, you can make that yourself. You can get three, three or four stones, small stones. And pile them up. You know, just put a, just put the, the stone down with another one with the flat, with one that's flat and broad on top of it. Then you have a small altar. You can take a little bitty one and put a you know, two small ones on the side and a, and a large broad one on top to make yourself an altar. But by far, the one you should be concerned about is one I, I put it, which is human human size. One which is, which is about, oh, three feet by three feet. You know, one, you can put your arms around. If you can put your arms around it, you can put anything on it. You sure can. Anything. And you can get as, as you know, as descriptive, descriptive as you want to get. With one, you know, which is for your house. A small one, not a teensy weensy, but one, you know, about one that's three feet by three feet. You could put it on a a table, or you can put it on earth. You could get a pan or something right up under it, and put it on, and put earth on, it and put. And put the altar on top of that. There are many ways you can get elaborate on. But those things are just what? Are just that. Elaboration. Elaboration. Now, the altar is for... Is for the thing which you are sacrificing. The altar is one thing which is concerned about God. It is one thing which is concerned about God. Now, although you have the altar, another thing you can have too is really a perpetual fire. It is a flame which you burn continually. Now, now you're talking about 
You're talking about sacrifice. You're talking about sacrifice. See, so if you're going to have an altar, you don't have an altar with anything on. You don't have an altar with anything on. Now, people who have who are in hoodoo will fight. They got this, they got that, they got so-and-so, so-and-so on their altar. But those aren't altars. No, they are altars. At best, they're just a table. Yeah, they're just a table. And when you put things on it, to offer certain things, well, you gotta ask yourself. You gotta ask yourself the question: Who are you offering it to? What are you offering, and who are you offering it to? Because he's showing off it to God, not by these here, not by the scriptures here. You are not offering it to God. In Exodus 21, it tells us in 21 and verse 22 who you are offering it to. Who you are offering it to? Yeah, who you are offering it to? And in verse 23, it gives you something specific about it. But the two things that offering stuff to God are the altar, the altar of earth, and the altar of stone. See, so if you are going to do anything, anything for God, you should have an altar of earth and or an altar of stone, stone which has not been hewn. And what would you give God? Nothing. You can't give him nothing. You can't give God nothing. Nothing. So why have it? Well, that is because even though you can't give him nothing, even though you can't give him anything that will make a difference, you can offer up certain things to him you know, of what you own. On an altar of earth or an altar of stone, here's a, here's a good thing. You can burn your prayer request. Your prayer request, which which I tell you now is what? The altar of incense or the altar of prayer. That is where you can burn it. You know, you take prayer requests and write it down and place it upon the altar. That's it. Or, or now here's another one. You can use incense. Ketoret. You can use incense. When how would you do that? You take the incense and pile it up and burn it and burn it. Pray what you want, you know, what you're doing it for and why you want it. You want to go to God and what it's for or your prayer request. Now, that is what you could use a personal altar for a personal altar now all the rest sacrifice the animals and that you can't do it no way you can't do it how come you can't do it because only the Kohan can do that only the priest can offer sacrifices to God. 
only the priest can offer that. So you can just forget about that. Now, with the others, with the others, oh, yeah, prayers, yeah. Oh, yeah, you can offer that to God. And then says, oh, yeah, you can offer that to God. But the rest, I just might as well forget it. Because that is nowhere in the Torah that you can do it. Now, in verse 23, it says, Neither shalt thou go up by steps unto mine altar, that thou nakedness be not uncovered. You will not go up by steps unto God's altar, that your nakedness be not uncovered thereof. Now, there are a certain amount of things which are already understood. Already. Which are, when the individual is putting on, putting on his robes or whatever to go up before him, well, he has no clothes on. He ain't got no underwear. He ain't got on no underwear. So, God says, you will not. You will not climb steps to his altar. Now you look at that. You look at that. Certain things come to mind. Certain things come to mind. If you go, if you go to a place with the steps, steps there, instantly you're against the word of God. Nope, you're against the word of God. Because you cannot wear steps up there. You cannot go up by steps. So what is that saying? It's saying that the altar must be flat. It must be flat where you are stepping. You can't build an altar way up in the sky, six, seven steps up in the sky. Oh, no. The altar must be flat. It must be flat. It must be flat to the ground. Which is good. Which is good. Ain't no sister nobody looking at nothing up there but naked on the altar. No, it's not so. You should not be using it or anything for any type of ex- exhibition or X-rated show. God says that your nakedness be not uncovered. Now, does it say he he don't want to see it? No, it don't say that. Well, who who well who is he trying to? Block from seeing it. He's trying to block all the people from seeing it. That is all. He's trying to block all the people from seeing it. God knows what she look like with, well, God knows knows what she look like with underwear on and with no underwear, on, with clothes on and with no. So they ain't got ain't got nothing to do with God. It ain't got nothing to do with God. Something about it does not, you should not show it to who? To other people. To other people. Which is, which is, there might be homosexuals in it. Might be gay people. Might be crazy people. There ain't no telling. You should not show it to them. And so what people did is they would put, you know, some pantaloons on. Yeah. They would cover their nakedness in the temple. I'm talking about in the temple. But 
a plain, ordinary altar? Oh, no. No, God. No, no, no. You do not go up by steps to it. No, no. That altar must be flat to the ground that the people are walking on. Which means, it means not, not, not with it, now you, you watch out here, which means that the altar cannot be more than the height of your head. It cannot be above your head. So with the person, with when you are getting altars, you are getting out there. All them big, lofty, you know, grand, huge, huge monstrosities you use are out of the game. Because the altar is something which should be at the most, at the most, chest height. At the most, it should be chest height. But more so wayside. Now, if you are making an altar, the one thing you have to be assured of, one thing, is that the altar will be used for God's worship. It will be used for God. It will be an object Of your concern. See, an altar, if you were going to make an altar for yourself, it would be a good place, you know, like prayer requests, incense, and stuff like that. It would be a good place, a good place for you to not only know, use it for that, but so that your memory of that your memory of it will be existed. You will not use, you will not use the altar for anything other than God's worship. Nothing more, nothing more. Well, let me, let me, let me, let me put it like, like this. <clears throat> God don't need your worship. No, he don't need it. He don't need it. Ain't no sense in arguing about it. He don't need it. The purpose of the altar is so that you will remember that the things put on it belong to God and no longer to you. That is why the things are there because you now have given them to God. They no longer belong to you. They belong to Almighty God. So you see certain persons, a certain person, will have to, he'll have to just, will have to, he'll have to just shake it. You have to just shake it. The things that go on the altar belong to God. Now, all the altars which people are making because of a, well, because of voodoo, Payo Mayombe, Santeria, Ifa, all the other stuff is what? They are idolatrous altars. They are altars made to a spirit. A spirit, not to God, but a spirit. You know, one thing I thought of, you know, on this day of the dead that Hispanics have, at the day of the dead, they make an altar to
to to their loved ones. Yeah, they make an altar to the to the loved ones who's dead and what's going on. Now that ain't right. That is not right. An altar should be to God. And it should be an altar of earth or an altar of unhewn stone. But these people, I keep saying these people, you know, they make an altar to God, to anybody, and to anything. Anybody and anything. And that altar... If you blew that a place where that spirit comes and meets the person. So what happens? If they have an altar to God, then who will meet them at God will? God will. Yeah, he says he will. But if he has one made to a spirit that you don't know, you don't know what the spirit is. You don't know what, who he's from. Well, then, that spirit, you're making a God out of that spirit. And that spirit, no matter who he is or what he is, will come to that place. Now, when when you start, people start having ghosts in the house, the house, house is haunted, the house is this and that. And then they, you look around. And they say, "Well, I only have, I only have an altar, an altar to my, to my relatives, or an altar to Saint So and So, or Spirit So and So." What is that for? You have put an altar in a place of meeting with a false, a false god, a false god. Why do you say they false gods? Because they are being worshipped. They are being worshipped. And when you worship something that is not the God, you're worshipping something that's not the God. You are worshipping something that is God, a God. A God. And those spirits take on what? They take on the similarity of a God. They take on the characteristics of a God. They can do, to a certain extent, the things that a God can do. Now, the God of heaven and earth can... They cannot do him, but they can do things that those guys do, such as the voodoo law. Yeah, the voodoo law. They do certain things like a god. Yeah, they can do certain things, but they don't. They don't. They don't act like the gods. They don't act like them, but they do things. Like them. They do things that a God will do. You get me? You get my point? They do things that a God, what they was conceived of, of as a God, will do. Now it ain't the God, but it's a God. It is one which people can take as a God. And they worship it and do all kinds of stuff around it. They worship it. Yes, they do. They do what that God wants. That's all of them. Voodoo, Santa Yera, you know, all of them.
do what that God wants. And the people who worship him look at it as though that's all right. They can do it. You know, they look at it as though whatever they do is okay. Whatever they do is okay. But it's not the God. It's not God himself. Because God himself takes what? An altar of earth or an altar of stone, unused stone. That is all he takes. That's all he takes. And now I'm going to tell you something. You can make one if you want to. You can make an altar, altar of earth, an altar of stone. How do you get it? Well, with the altar, altar of stone, you know how to do that. The altar, the altar of earth, you know how to do that. And the altar of stone, you know how to do that. And then what do you do? You take that thing and you tell, you tell the Most High God, I believe in you. And this is your altar. This is your altar. May it be used only for what you, you, the Almighty God, for only what you would say. I do worship you. And that is all. And then from that day on, that altar of earth, or the altar of stone, unused stone, belongs to God. Belongs to God. Now, if you do offer anything upon, upon it, which is not of God, well, what will happen? That altar will tell you. That altar will tell you. It will tell you. Either it will be destroyed or something else will happen. Something else will happen. But as long as it's of the Lord, the you know, Yahweh, well, Yahweh, Yahweh, Yahweh is, is God. Yeah, he's God. As long as it's of Yahweh, he will know it. You will see it. And it will be something of his and not of anything. But if you burn something else on it that you're not supposed to burn on it, guess what? You profaned it. You have profaned it. Now, it says that if you have an altar stone, you take up a, a tool upon it. You have profaned it. Now, what is that saying? If you have an altar stone and you take up a tool, then that altar is profane. Yeah, it's profane. Which means that you have taken the glory away from it. So, the best thing to do is to take the three stones or, you know, the figure stone, three, three stones, and place, place, you know, one on the right, one on the left, and put the long, flat, broad one between it. That's it. Or, or you can make the altar of earth, which is even better, you know, take you some clay and make it, make it, you know, dab in the clay. Make sure it is just the way you want it. Just the way you want it. Or, you can take earth. You can take the plain, old, straight up ground. And mix some water with it and build it up and make it into an altar. Okay? Well, now, that is what I would, I would suggest you do. I would suggest you do. Now, there's a little bit more to this altar. There's a little bit, a little bit more. And I would love to do that 
and to tell you more about it and that and I will. I will when this Thursday at seven o'clock PM here on Blog Talk Radio. Now this is Ellen Yokani Ben God. Yokani Ben God telling you bye bye.